Welcome to the latest episode of El Paso Talks, where the voices of El Paso are heard. Now let's welcome today's host. Good Sun City Day, El Pasoans, and welcome to this episode of the DMB Podcast. I am your host, Delirious Montañez Barrios, commonly known as DMB with a B like Bravo. And in today's episode, we will be discussing about four topics on this gorgeous morning in our Sun City. We can change yesterday, but we have full control of today when we put our almighty of choice first. My ultimate goal on every single episode is to be authentic, transparent, honest, and real by expressing my own views and opinions, nobody else's but my own. I do not make any opinions based on anybody else's on any local political party. So before we start, I wanted to tell you the goal of these episodes. A while back, after I ran for city council of El Paso, um, elpasonews.org gave an opportunity for individuals in our community that had a strong voice to be able to do episodes and discuss these issues with our community and I decided to jump in. The sessions should be, or the goal was, five minutes, but as you know, sometimes whenever you start talking and developing the conversation on a specific subject, it actually takes more than five minutes. So even though I let you guys know that I am running for Congress in 2024, and I will be on that ballot. My intent is not to be talking about that campaign, but local issues that are happening in El Paso and my own opinion regarding those topics. So let's start with the first one today. So there was an article by the government executive back in July 12th like a week ago, and it was regarding the Biden administration to Congress. Don't give us more authority to fire people. I just have one thing for the Biden administration and those who follow or support the Biden administration. If we have corrupted individuals, employees that work in the federal government and need to be rehabilitated or they need to find another job, then that's what Congress needs to do. That is Congress jurisdiction to expose the misconduct, help them accountable and have oversight over these federal agencies, okay? So if you guys want to know more about the government executive article, you can actually do a search on Google it came out on July the 12th, and you guys can read it. But that is my opinion on the comment that the Biden administration sent to Congress. The next article that I wanted to talk about is actually a local newspaper, and it is actually from El Paso Matters. And this one, they already, the title is UTEP College of Education to Launch Social Media Drive to boost recruitment number of graduates. 
So this initiative is actually for high school students to be able to attend UTEP and take an education bachelor degree with the intent of them to be teachers in our community. Now, both of my parents were educators their entire career, and I can tell you, teachers are mistreated in the classroom by the students. Teachers are mistreated by our government whenever, one, they don't have a pension plan, and two, they don't get yearly increases, and number three, whenever they do not get paid vacation, okay? And that is something that I want to change and I want to work on in bipartisan efforts for our local teachers, for them to be able to, number one, to stay in our local community and don't go to another city in Texas or outside the state. And number two, to give merit to their knowledge, their experience, and their education, okay? So if you have a high school student, or if you have a friend that have a high school student, or maybe on 11th grade, let them know that the Utah College of Education is actually launching a social media drive for individuals to be able to get a degree in the education field because we are lacking teachers in our communities. That article again was on July the 13th and it was done by our local El Paso Matters. If you want more information, you guys can do a Google on the El Paso Matters and you guys can find it. The third article that I wanted to discuss is actually as of today, maybe five hours ago, and it was done by The Texan, which is actually a newspaper out of Austin, Texas. And the title of this article is 19 Children Rescued, 28 Suspects Arrested in Child Sexual Abuse Investigation, Montgomery County DA says. You know, I have been getting emails from our Texas Attorney General Paxton for years now regarding the efforts and initiatives on our different counties regarding child exploitation, child sexual abuse. And I see a lot on the up north counties, but I actually never see anything on the El Paso County. And I can tell you, we that we are so close to the border, we actually have one of the major issues in our own county. So my question is, uh, I know that our former DA, you know, was focusing on other things and didn't give, you know, prosecution cases the, the time that he needed, because obviously her goal was to ensure that we we expose or we portray El Paso to be one of the safest counties. And, you know, we need to stop with the BS. The only way for us to be able to address the issues that we have in our community is for our local government to be transparent with the community, 
be transparent with the government and say, hey, these are the issues that we're having. You know, this is what how we're going to work on them and address them. And this is what I need from you. So whenever our local, you know, DA says to the county, you know, that he's not getting the funds that he needs, I am pretty sure that the county have a lot of funding coming from the state to be able to address the child sexual abuse that have been exposed for years and years by the FBI and local uh, lo local law enforcement agencies. So again, thank God that elections are coming up. I just want our community to be educated on all of the candidates for every single position that's going to be on the ballot. And regardless, regardless if I win the election or not, that is my primary goal. I want to educate the community on matters that are crucial to us as local community and I want to get them out to vote. I do not care if they vote as a Democrat. I do not care if they vote as a Republican. Obviously, I want them to vote for me, whichever party I decide to run as. But my ultimate goal is for them to be able to exercise their right, not their benefit, but their right to vote. That's why I fought so hard for my country for 29 years in the armed forces and 26 years as a city, local, and federal law enforcement officer, okay? One thing that individuals cannot take from me is my education, my training, my boots on the ground experience, my networking, my connections, and most importantly, my knowledge and my wisdom. The next article that I wanted to talk about was, and actually the last article that I wanted to talk about is regarding um, ooh, our gas cards issue in our local community, okay? Uh, thank God that the ethics committee decided to, I don't wanna say punish, right? Um, but I am glad that the ethics committee sustained the allegations against Cassandra Hernandez. I do not know Cassandra personally, but I have seen her many times at the city council. And as a law enforcement officer, many times I can tell whenever somebody is transparent and is honest and he doesn't have a personal agenda. And me personally, as a constituent of this county, I just do not see that from her. Okay, I see that from other city council members, but I do not see that from her. I see a lot of personal agenda. Like I said before, you know, it's alleged that she wants to run for mayor. And I tell you, if she decides to run for mayor and you guys vote for Cassandra Hernandez, we're going to have a worst city and a worst county that we have at the present time with the current elected officials. Okay. Now, I know that they are trying to do a petition. I think that they need close to 5,000 votes, or not votes, but 5,000 valid signatures to get her out of office, okay? This is the problem that I have with it. Even if you do, you know, this is, this is going to take maybe like, let's say 90 to 120 days, right? Because first you have to file in uh, with, this, uh, with the clerk's office, 
and then you have to get 60 signatures and then they have to the county has to verify those signatures and then by the time that they announce the outcome of that again it's going to take like 120 days right so we're looking at what maybe September, October, possibly November 2023. We have elections in 2024. So if we decide, let's say that they get the petitions and they actually vote her out of office, which I don't have a problem with, but this is just playing the devil's advocate, okay? So you're going to put, you're gonna go through another, you know, uh, special election voting, which is going to cost the taxpayers a lot of money, right? And then, um, that individual is going to be there, let's say, roughly seven to eight months. What can somebody do in seven to eight months? My recommendation to our constituents that are listening to my podcast is to educate the community on District 3, right? On getting them out to vote for the November 2024 elections and held Cassandra Hernandez accountable between now and then. How do you guys hold her accountable? Well, you guys can go to the city council meetings. You guys can hear her speak. You know, you can address issues that they address in city council, follow her voting history, call her office, stop by her office. That's how we held elected officials accountable, okay? We spend a lot of time on petitions and the petitions uh, program or process, you know, is there for a purpose, right? But being so close to the November 24 elections, me personally, not as a candidate for elected office, but as a constituent of this county, I do not consider that that is the smartest move, okay? I do not live in District 3, so it really, my signature really doesn't count. But that is my opinion and that is my purpose whenever I do this podcast to the community, okay? So you guys can follow me on every single social media at DMBFOR. We have a Facebook group. We have a page. We have a Twitter. We have a TikTok. Um, The Instagram is D. Montanes, which is D-E-E-M-O-N-T-A-N-E-Z. I post daily. My brain doesn't stop. I guess that is an override like 24-7. So I am heavily involved with the legislation process, both at the state and the, and the federal levels. I contact our legislators either through email, through phone calls, through their website very frequently. And I share my thoughts and opinion, again, not as an elected or not as a um, candidate for elected office, but as a constituent of this county, because that is my right. That is what I fought so hard for us to have that right. And our government is doing everything possible to take that right away from us. And the reason and the way that they do it is by voter suppression and voter intimidation. Okay, we need to stop that and we need to be strong, courageous and bold and fight the system because, again, that is our right. Now, we have our new monthly 
Java Chat on next Thursday, August the 10th at 7 o'clock. I usually do it on my personal Facebook page. And then I post it to our group page and our campaign page and every single social media that we have. The reason because I do them on our personal page is because I can get the engagement from my friends. They can make comments. They can ask questions. And my true friends know that I accept positive criticism. If I say something that is not right, I know that they're going to correct me and they give me an opportunity to fix that. And they're not going to be haters that are going to just be listening to every single detail that I say on my podcast and they're going to be personally and professionally attacking me. So that's the reason because I do it on my personal page. So again, anyone can leave a comment, anyone can leave a question on the live bed. If you guys hear or see any of my lives or recorded videos, if you guys play, if you guys write on the comments replay you know you guys can enter raffles that we're going to be doing periodically so again this is the Lyris Montañez Barrios your host with the DMB podcast please like share on all of our social media outlets and with all of your email contacts subscribe and I will see you all next Monday on our next excited episode. If you have a specific subject that you want me to discuss or you want me to talk about in any of the platforms that I try to reach out to our community, please send me an, a, a message on our website, which is www.dmb4elpaso.com. Once again, join our Facebook group, our page, our Twitter, TikTok, they're all at DMBFOR. If you guys have Truth Social, we are there as well. And our Instagram is DM uh, is actually D Montañez with a double E. Have a great and beautiful Sun City Day. Today is Wednesday. We are in the middle of the week, so enjoy the rest of the week. We're on the downside, on the down, you know, side of the hill, going downhill for the weekend. Uh, you know, love your neighbor. Uh, don't hate. Forgive people often. We never know the demons that they're facing in silence with. We don't know if they have a fight or a discussion or a disagreement with their spouse or the significant other or their children the morning that they were ugly to you, okay? I try to don't judge people. I hope that you don't judge people. I hope that you pass the love. And you know what? Regardless of the political party that you support, be respectful to others on which political party they support because that will make us so much stronger as a community and it will help us to move forward in unity. DMB signing out for now. Have a great day. This has been the DMB podcast with Delirious Montañez Barrios, your host. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and review my podcast. Until next time, be safe and truly enjoy this day as if it was your last. Live life to the fullest without any regrets. Be in control of your life and your destiny, but most importantly, 
do unto others as you will have them do unto you. This has been El Paso Talks, a podcast about El Paso delivered to you by the voices of your neighbors, your friends, your family, and even yourself. If you haven't already, like, subscribe and rate our podcast. El Paso Talks is produced by El Paso News. The opinions expressed are those of the individual delivering the episode and may not necessarily represent the views of El Paso News or the other podcasters on El Paso Talks. Find us at elpasonews.org. See you in the next episode.